Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. We're your hosts, Matt Gunter and Bill Allen, and together we are breaking barriers through communication. So welcome back, everyone. We are here on a special Thursday episode. What? We've never done that in three we, seasons. We haven't. This is this is new ground for Simplify Jesus. Yeah, we've got um, a Tuesday episode and a Thursday episode. So we're going to come back to what we were talking about on Tuesday. Um, talking about the Ten Commandments. We we're talking about kind of what they mean in, in very brief details mm-hmm. and kind of how... Uh, for me, at least, how they've kind of applied to my life in some way or another, uh, or at least what I used to think they meant. Mm-hmm. But today, we're going to talk about what Jesus did to those Ten Commandments when He came on the scene. Yeah, and kind of go over how He turned them upside down and uh, made it, you know, as some might see reading it, harder to get into heaven. But if you know the true way to get into heaven, you'll really see that it's not harder at all. In fact, it's probably easier than, yeah. you, than you would have ever imagined it be. So these are a little more jumbled mm-hmm. than, than the, the straightforward one through tens. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all just try to keep up with, with where we're at with this. So Matt, we got into um, all 10 of those. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to jump into just some of what Jesus said in Matthew 5. Is that right, Matthew five? Yes, yeah, so these are these are Matthew five. So, um, little context: Jesus gave a uh, sermon known as the Sermon on the Mount. He went through a section called the Beatitudes: Blessed are the meek, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, all that kind of stuff. Um, if you've heard those before, so this is and this is right after that. Um, and he basically says, "Look, I didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it." And then starts talking about this stuff of how you know the law says one thing but really the expectation is something completely different yeah. um, and not completely different but like it's it's just a higher standard so yeah so that whole sermon's in matthew 5 through 7 everything we're talking about today is in matthew 5 so y'all grab your bibles and uh read along if you want to we're going to be in matthew 5 and matt where are the Ten Commandments at, for anybody that wants to go look at those for themselves. Yeah, we didn't mention that. Uh, oh. Ten Commandments are in Exodus 20. Exodus 20, okay. Yeah. So you can flip back and forth a little bit if you want to kind of see what we're doing and where we're going with it. But the first one that we're going to go over is the murder one. The uh, Ten Commandments say, do not murder. Some people think it says, do not kill, but that's not the intent behind it. Um, so, Matt, what did Jesus say about that? Yeah, so Jesus said, uh, this is in Matthew 5, verse 21. He says, You have heard that it was said to our ancestors, Do not murder, and whoever murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you, everyone who is angry with his brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Whoever insults his brother or sister will be subject to the court. And uh, I tell you, that's a uh, that, that that's quite a high standard there. Um Especially when he when he mentions the insult your brother or sister part, I grew mm-hmm. up with two brothers. Lots of, <laughs> lots of insults flying around. <laughs> yeah, got a brother and a sister, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still today, a lot of insults flying around. I, mean, I think that's just part of sibling life. I'm, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> pretty sure. So um, before we move on, Matt, what version are you reading out of, so that if there's any confusion? Yeah, this is the CSB or the Christian Standard Bible, and all of them are going to say something pretty similar to that. Uh, NIV, ESV, there's, I mean, a bunch of different ones out there, but all, all basically the same message of, of, you know, the law, the law says, Hey, don't, don't, don't murder people. But, but really it starts in the heart, uh, starts with it. You know, if there's an anger issue there, um, that's what you got to deal with first. One of the verses that I don't think really goes in this, um, 
particular talk that Jesus had with the Sermon on the Mount. But the verse that really stuck with me was the one that says not to let any unwholesome talk um, Mm. come out of your mouth. It says um, only let what is helpful to build others up. Yeah. I really like that because growing up with me, you know, siblings, you know, brother, sister, mm-hmm. um, but other family members as well. Sure. Um, we, we were tearing each other down all the time. Mm. And, you know, I think now with my brother and my sister, it's just joking. It's, it's all in fun. Mm-hmm. But I, I personally, I try not to because yeah. I don't want to unintentionally hurt somebody's feelings for sure. one. And if if my brother and sister are listening to this, they're they're probably thinking, you know, well, well, that's ridiculous. You're just weak, you know. <laughs> okay, um, <Yeah. laughs> but you know, I don't I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, and and I just don't want to rub people the wrong way. Sure. Um, so, you know, I just I just got tired of it growing up. So so I like that, and I and I try to stick with that. So it's that old adage: if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right. <laughs> um, so that that kind of stuck with me, and I know it doesn't really go with this, but it makes me think. You know, Jesus said, "Anyone who is angry with his brother or sister is subject to judgment." Mm-hmm. If I make somebody angry because I was joking, then there's something wrong there. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I I just don't want to do that. Yeah, absolutely, and and I think that's the kind of kind of even digging deeper into the into the heart behind it that's really what he's getting at is mm-hmm. a lot of times when when we have those you know little joking jabs and stuff um can't remember where i heard this but you know every joke has a little bit of truth behind it sure. right and so um you know throwing those jabs and you know meaning it is a joke it is a real thing and you know and that comes from somewhere it comes from some real feeling you've got and so um, you know, dealing with that in a way that's constructive, like you said, in a way that builds people up instead of tearing them down. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So this one in today's uh, day and age is, is difficult um, mm-hmm. because of all of the technology and everything else that we have access to and, and, and all the media out there. And it seems like the entertainment world focuses on this, but yeah. so the 10 commandments say, uh, do not commit adultery. Um, but Jesus, you know, this is one of the main things that Jesus made much harder. So um, so tell us a little bit about that, Matt. Yeah. So in Matthew 5, starting in verse 27, he says, You have heard it said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you, everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Um, no, wait a minute. Every TV show out there has sex in it. Uh, just somewhere. about. Yeah. Their commercials are all sexual. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it it is ridiculous. And not Jesus, the commercials. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the ridiculous part. Um, you know, and and actually Rachel and I were talking about this just the other day. Uh, it feels like anything that is critically acclaimed that is, you know, worth watching. It seems like is rated mature or rated R Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's like, why, why can't there be something good, and funny or actiony or whatever that's mm-hmm. clean and it's just hard to find um even you know even marvel's jumping on the bandwagon yeah. had to had to include a sex scene in in the eternals right uh, oh yeah yeah uh, right. I, mean, I haven't seen it yet mm-hmm. I, I i do want to watch the movie but mm-hmm. um it's a shame that they felt like oh yeah we gotta we gotta do this right everybody else is doing it or and, this is what attracts people yeah and and that's you know talk about society um and and just being just being completely honest i mean there have been some uh some real personal issues along these lines that you know having being on this side of that 
I'm like, oh, now I understand why this is the standard. Mm-hmm. Because when you allow that to become a normal thing, it jacks it up. It, it jacks with you. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it jacks with, with how you view sex as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but unfortunately, society has gone so far that direction that you, it's, it's tough to get away from. Well, and, and let me clarify. So uh, I think right now we sound like these uh, these preachers up on a high horse and say, <laughs> "Oh no, you know we can't look at another woman. This is uh, you know this is uh, we we need to be just uh, uh, prudes and everything else." And and you know what? Honestly, right now we're, that's what we're saying. Um, but <laughs> let me tell you where that comes from. For me, at least, mm-hmm. um, I grew up thinking there was absolutely nothing wrong with porn. Yeah. Uh, it's been uh, accessible since I was like. 10 years old. Um, that, that's a problem, y'all. Um, and, and the, the world is going in that direction. Like you said, everything seems to be mature or, uh, every rated R movie is, is pushing the envelope as, as far as they can. Um, because that's what apparently people want to see. So this is, this, that's why I said this is a difficult one for me because mm-hmm. seeing, looking at a, a, a woman, uh, it makes it pretty difficult just to go to the beach. Right. Right. <laughs> and hang out, you know. Well, and honestly, sometimes going to the grocery store. I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's 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 that prevalent. Um, well, look, and, and here's the thing. I'm not blaming women either. No. I'm not, no, not I'm at not, all. Uh, we're not blaming women and say, you women need to dress, you know, more modest and everything else. Um, it, I mean, of course, modesty has its time and place. The beach, you know, sure, that's, you're at the beach. You're right. Gonna, you're going to wear a bikini or something. Well, and, and we live in the hill country. I mean, floating the river's a thing. Right. Right. Like, that's, that. so... We don't have a beach in our backyard, but we do have the river right there. The river, the lake, everything else. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I am saying, though, is um, that's that that's where I come from. It's an issue for me because I grew up with it being an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to be very careful about, one, where my mind goes. Sure. And two, uh, you know, it's not the first look that hurts you. It's the second one. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, or at least that's the way I've heard it. Right. So that's a, you know, that's a, that's one that hits home. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it really hits on the, but both of us have had, have had uh, struggles with this in the past. And, and honestly, let's just be real about this. It's something that I'm going to say the majority of guys have dealt with mm-hmm. um, to, to some degree. I mean, part of it is being a guy and I'm not clarify i'm not justifying anything mm-hmm. uh, any kind of bad behavior or taking the second looks or being creepy or anything like that but the guys are visual um and so so that that's a thing but like but if you make this your standard like changes your it completely changes how you view um women in general and then your relationship with your wife and all that stuff how all those relationships are um it's completely changes it for the better. If you, if you strive to be like this, if you strive to not look lustfully uh, at a woman and that's why Jesus set the bar like that. Well, you know, you said something in Sunday school, just this past Sunday, actually, that, um, this is kind of where my mind went. You said, uh, you were talking about temptation Mm -hmm. and you, you said, where do you cross the line or where do you draw the line? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that hit home for me. Drawing the Mm -hmm. line, on on how much do I need to get rid of the phone, get rid of the smartphone. Mm-hmm. You know, I've known people that will just keep a flip phone because yep. they don't want to be tempted. Yep. Um, I don't, you know, the computer's not as much of an 
of an issue for temptation, but the phones are so easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where do you draw that line and how far are you willing to go to right. not break this one? Right. And that's, if it is a struggle uh, for you, I encourage you to, to look for some resources um, and, and things that can help you along those lines. But I will also tell you um, that it takes a fed up, I'm not going to do this anymore attitude to really make a difference. Um, and so I encourage you to do it. it the, it's it's a struggle and it's hard, uh, but it's worth it. But but it does you've you've got to be committed to do it um, because it is all around us. Well, this actually segues into this, so I'll, I'll bring it up. Uh, you know, my wife and I drew a line at divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, we said divorce is not going to happen in our relationship. Who knows? There were times that she may have considered it, but <laughs> because we drew that line, we know we're not going to. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I could take advantage of that and do what I want to do, and, right. and and neither can she, and she knows that. But Jesus said the law allows for divorce, but but he took that a different direction. Yeah, so he said, uh, starting in verse 31, he said, it, it was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a written notice of divorce. But I tell you, everyone who divorces his wife, except in a case of sexual immorality, causes her to commit adultery. And And this one's pretty serious and, and especially in a, a culture where it's i think the statistics are 50 50 mm-hmm. uh, marriages that stay together and marriages that don't i'm i'm never going to be somebody that advocates for people staying in abusive marriages um or or, or anything of that nature um so, so don't hear me say that but you know i think it's become much too common for um this marriage isn't funny anymore, so I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, or uh, this isn't what I thought I was signing up for. And uh, Jesus didn't say it in this passage, but he said in another one, you know, what what God has brought together, let no man separate. Um, and that's, you know, ma- marriage is a a, uh, a spiritual bond, a spiritual connection, you know, that's biblical, where, where two become one. And so it's, a divorce is a big deal. And it's become a very not big deal in our yeah. culture, but it, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. And you know what? I've been there. I've been divorced. And, and uh, I don't, I'm again, not advocating for divorce, not advocating for staying in marriages, uh, abusive marriages. Um, but this is another one of those things that I've been divorced, but I know I'm not going to hell because of it. But I know I'm also where God wants me to be right now. Right. I had to laugh Sunday morning in church because our pastor was talking about being with equally yoked people, meaning Mm. being, um, you know, uh, I don't know if he meant it this way, but you know, Christians should marry Christians or, or, you know, you, you want to be on the kind of the same even keel, right? uh, Whatever your, wherever your life is at. And Emily and I met in a bar and we were in the same spot Mm. in life, but she was Christian. Mm. I didn't know that at the time, Yeah, but we were at the exact same spot in life. And now we're still at the exact same spot. But we've grown a lot together. Yeah. And while we were a couple of drunks in a bar uh, when we met, now she's the children's coordinator at our church. And I'm, I'm leading the podcast with you. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we're doing all kinds of things uh, like that. So uh, life changes, life happens, but you got to stick together to see where it's going to go. Right. And, I, you know, it's interesting you bring up the unequally yoked because I think that's been um, – I could see that being used as a reason to get out of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing I would say to that is 
God, God uses us, um, in our circumstances, despite whatever mistakes we've made. And so don't, don't allow that to become a reason like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm a Christian and he's not, I better get out of here. Yeah. Like divorce is still wrong. Um, but, but you know, also let that be a cautionary tale. Um, that, you know, when you're looking for a partner and not just in marriage, marriage is where we talk about this most often, but you know, think about it in business, um, and who you do things with and your friends and all that stuff. Not that you can only do stuff with other Christians and that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> you can only play Christian board games. Yeah. Y'all remember right. that episode? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard this story before. Yes. Um, but, um, but the people that you let in your circle of influence, make sure that your values are the same, that, that you believe the same things because that's going to be who helps to build you up. That's right. Um, and, and propel you to where you want to be. That's right. That's exactly right. So moving on, we talked about on Tuesday, um, number nine was uh, do not bear false witness. This is another one that, that Jesus came in and said, yeah, I'm going to do it better. Yeah. So uh, down in verse 33, so Matthew chapter five, verse 33 says, again, you have heard it, uh, that it was said to our ancestors, you must not break your oath, but you must keep your oath to the Lord. But I tell you, don't take an oath at all, either by heaven because it's God's throne or by the earth because it is his footstool. I'm skipping down a little bit. It says, but let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Anything more than this is from the evil one. This kind of combines number nine, uh, don't bear false witness and don't take God's name in vain. Right. Because, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about this on Tuesday, but, you know, we we shouldn't be, you know, swearing and making oaths on God's name because that's, that's, that's just not appropriate. Like his name is to be worshiped and praised. And that's it. You know, don't, don't bring it down. Don't, don't drag it in the mud of what we're doing. But the other side of this is just let your yes be yes. Like just, if you say something, mean it, mm-hmm. you know, a handshake should mean something and your words should mean something. They should carry some weight. And I think about this in, in terms of the, uh, society we live in with keyboard warriors, um, mm-hmm. you know, who, who can hide behind a computer screen and say whatever they want. You know, and everybody's got freedom of speech. You do with that what you want. But man, there's a lot of stuff spewed out there that's never going to come true and they know it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so say what you mean. That's right. I agree. So the next two, they kind of tie in together. We're talking about all of the things that God in his Ten Commandments said not to do mm-hmm. uh, or to do, like keep the Sabbath holy. Right. Um, Jesus comes in and and again not only takes the 10 commandments but spins things on its top and and really adds to the way we should act in life. The way we should act I think as as Christians who are called to love people, who are called to love God first of course, but to love people as Christ loved the church. And we've got to remember that that Christ died for the church, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's how he loved the people. Yeah. So these next two that Matt's going to go over are kind of along those lines of, of loving people in a way that just doesn't make sense to us. Yeah, absolutely. So continuing Matthew chapter five and verse 38, it says, you have heard it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, don't resist an evildoer. On the contrary, if anyone slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. And then similarly, and I'm going to go ahead and tie these together because they, they really go hand in hand. Um, down in verse 43, it says, You have heard it that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. There is a, a belief in society um, that we should only do good to people who do good to us. And if somebody wrongs us, we've got every right to wrong them back. 
and I and I get that. You know, it's it's a very natural thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, other people's actions have consequences, just like ours do. But we're really called to to live higher than that and to see beyond that. The reason being that we all mess up. Mm-hmm. We all ha- we all have our issues. We all make mistakes, and so. In the same way that Jesus here is calling us to show grace and mercy on people is what you hope to get back out of it as well. And it's to be an example of the love, grace, and mercy that he's given to us because we don't deserve any of what he did for us, but he gave it to us anyway. Uh, it's in Romans. It says, uh, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So while we were in our worst spot, Christ came and died for us anyway. Um, and so as a result of that, we should love on other people in the same way, even when they wrong us, even when they've They've hurt us if they've you know slap one cheek, give them the other one. Like don't don't retaliate. Don't don't feel like you got to fight back. Even on the cross, Jesus said, "Father, forgive them, for they do not what they do." Yeah. So he was praying for the people who literally put him up on the cross. Yeah. To to die, and he knew what he had to do, but he could have just snapped his fingers and disappeared, and yeah. and and not had to go through all that. Um, he could have burst every one of the people who persecuted him into flames mm-hmm. or sent them to purgatory or whatever. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> taking them out. I he mean, could have just taken them out and, yeah. and called it done, but he didn't. He prayed right. for him. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, what a great example um, he is for us in that. And, and that's the call that we have. And, and I want to go ahead and loop this into, um, you know, the reason that we do this is, we want to talk about that love. We want to talk about what Jesus did for us. Um, that's the reason we have this podcast and, um, and, and we're back for, uh, back for season three and, and doing what we're doing. But, um, that's the heart of this. And, and if you have questions about who Jesus is, um, what we believe, why we believe it, what it takes to become a Christian, any of that kind of stuff, please reach out, um, shoot us an email, find us on social media, um, and uh and, and reach out to us we'll hook you up with resources we can maybe even hook you up with people um who can who can talk you through it but um but that's why we're here you know uh because he did he he loved us while we were as far apart as far away from him as we could possibly be uh, he came down and and loved us anyway that's that's what this is all about without further ado let's jump into this two episode outside looking inside looking out <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, two episodes. <laughs> we didn't do it on Tuesday's episodes. Did y'all miss it? <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking back on on the Ten Commandments. That's what I knew growing up, mm. and that's what I thought the standard was was you know don't do any of these things. Well, I'm going to hell because I've done most of them. <laughs> what do I do now? Um, but then I learned about this Jesus guy, and shortly thereafter, I learned about how he made the law even harder. Um, but as Matt said earlier, I also learned how he made it easier for us to get into heaven, to have the life that God wants for us, Mm -hmm. to be able to do his will, to be able to hear him speak to us, to be able to have the Holy Spirit inside us that is going to guide us throughout life. And even though there are all of these difficult rules, if you will, if we make a mistake, it's okay because yeah. all we have to do is ask for forgiveness and start over the next day. Start yeah. over the next minute as soon as you realize you screwed up. Yeah. And God says he for- 
forgives our sins as far as the east is to the west, or he casts our sins. I don't know the verse exactly, but that's a pretty long way away from each other. So it is as easy as Matt said earlier, just to accept Christ and, and repent and, and move forward. And I don't understand why so many people, knowing what I know now, I don't understand why so many people push back on that so much. Yeah. Um, it's, it's impossible for me to understand that. Um, you know, my excuse was, I didn't know what it meant. Sure. And if that's yours, we're telling you what it means now. That's the whole point. That's Mm -hmm. not only to share God's love and, and his word, but we're here to help you understand what it means. Yeah. It's not difficult. So like Matt said, reach out to us. And if we don't know the answers, we'll find somebody that does. That's right. That's right. Um, and you know, inside looking out, a couple of things come to mind. One is you know, when we talk about rules, it's sometimes we uh, make our faith all about the rules and all about the checklist. Um, and, you know, well, don't do these things and make sure you do those things. And it's really not about that. Um, so don't, um, you know, please don't take our conversation as saying, you've got to do these things. You've got to be perfect and live this way. Um, if we're you want to get into heaven, because we're not, <laughs> um, listen, re- read between the lines. You'll see a lot of places where we, uh, where we stumble and fall. And sometimes you don't have to get very far between the lines um, <laughs> to see that. We try to be honest. We do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, I think the other thing is, you know, as Christians, we do have Jesus's example. We do have the standard that he set and he didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it, which means being careful how we look at this, that that the intent behind the law and and God's law and, and his expectations for us still stand. And that's what Jesus is talking about here is this is God's expectation. This is who he created us to be. And so yeah, it's hard. And no, we will never get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but remember to live up to that. Don't don't sell yourself short. Strive for that. Let that be a goal you have um, to be more like that. And I guarantee you, you're going to impact lives that way. If you want to have real conversations with people about Christ and whatnot, be different. Stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you'd be amazed at the number of doors that's going to open and how you loving on somebody or being there for somebody can make all the difference in the world for that person. Well, and I'm going to add to that, Matt, if I can steal some of your inside looking out spotlight. Go for it. Um, One of the things I've learned is that we're to strive for that, Mm -hmm. but it's impossible to do it. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's definitely impossible to do it on our Mm -hmm. own. Yep. So we know even as Christians, we're going to fail. We're going to fail daily. We're going to fail every hour. (laughs) But... We know we have God on our side. We know that Jesus is there. We know we have the Holy Spirit guiding us. So we just got to start over and keep trying again and again. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Yeah, because we're we're not going to be able to do it on our own. Um, and that's why we have Jesus. That's right. That's right. Well, you know what? This was a fun two-part episode. It has. It's been, this has been a good, uh, a good time here. We may have to do more of these. So y'all stay <laughs> tuned. We may, uh, we may have some more in the, in the pipeline coming at you. Um, but we uh, again want to thank you for, for sticking it out with us and coming back to listen to this special Thursday episode. Again, we're going to keep reminding you, email us, uh, info at simplifyjesus.com. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, uh, complaints, whatever it might be, just let us know <laughs> again. And, and I always say this, be kind, uh, be respectful, uh, but we want to hear what you have to say. Look us up at Facebook, facebook.com, simplifyjesus. Uh, of course, we're on LinkedIn, Twitter, 
uh, we've got a small little YouTube account, Instagram, and uh, if you have any difficulty finding those, look for us on our website at simplifyjesus.com. Come back next week, and uh, we will discuss, oh, but more, more of the laws, right? <laughs> uh, more of the rules, and these aren't even necessarily in the Bible. <laughs> Fun little teaser there. But I think most of you think they are. <laughs> so, yeah, come back and check it out, and we will see y'all next week. We'll see you guys.